I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. That's what we're doing this evening. Our guests are going to come on and tell you three things about themselves. Two are true. Grant, you have to spot them and then spot the one which is absolute BS. Joining us now tonight, Irish singer-songwriter and he's also our Select Irish Track of the Week with his new single, Honest. You might remember him from Britain's Got Talent. He is uh, doing incredibly well on that. His Little Things cover has gotten about 15 million views on YouTube at the moment. Um, over half a million streams on, on that new single, Honest, as well. Jordan O'Keefe, sir, how are you? Not too bad, Cormac. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Hi, Jordan. How's things? How are you we're, keeping? Yeah, we're keeping great. How are you keeping good. more? I'm more good. I've been thinking about these uh, three things to say all day. So I've three good ones. Good. So hopefully I can catch you out. Well, I'll tell you now what they are. Oh, no, no, no. Hang on now. Oh, you're jumping ahead oh, here hang now. Hang on now. Oh, I, sorry, gonna... I, thought you, I thought you said go ahead, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no. Um, my apologies. No, no I want no, to no, no, no. Need to feel you out a little bit and try and see when you're... Uh, you know, when you're talking normally, we'll ask you some <laughs> a lot of true questions. What's your real name? Where do you live? What's your you know PPS number? All that kind of stuff. Now, uh, how's um how's the last couple of months been? I uh, can't imagine too busy. Uh, yeah, well, it hasn't been. You know, it's obviously with the lockdown and what's happening. It's things have been quiet, but I think just as the song came out, lockdown had just happened and things started to kind of pick off for for me musically. But then yeah. I couldn't go out and gig, and I couldn't you know I calls to come down and do things in Dublin but obviously that yeah. didn't happen so you know it hasn't been too busy but I've been working behind the scenes at writing new songs and just trying to do as much as I can you know without being out and doing gigs and stuff like that so trying to keep busy as much as I can And that's what made me so happy earlier on because you know usually when you're writing to singers and artists and they're coming on to Poker Face and you kind of say well if you have anything coming up do let us know you were like I'm yeah. actually doing a gig tonight so Stop yeah. it. I do. So I live in. I'm living in Derry. So uh, there's a local bar that I play in, and it's just just me and myself, and I'm playing cover songs, but kind of pays the bills at the moment, and I and I enjoy it. So it's I'm lucky to be able to to be doing it. Oh no way! That must be so good. How long have yeah. they been uh, allowing gigs back up there? Like when was your first one post lockdown? I think it was July. I think roughly around July. So I've been out the last couple of months, and now I've been out every single night. So. I think I've been gigging since two Fridays ago. Oh, schmucks and down in Dublin here. We're not leaving out, loud out anymore. We're <laughs> all know, grounded for another week. Us, to be honest, I think it might be the same up here in the next while, but who knows what's going to happen. Just yeah. have to play it by ear. Oh, grand. Well, listen, yeah. it sounds like not too bad up in... Uh, up in Derry, might be taking a little break up there. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sooner <laughs> <Staycation>. later. <laughs> but like, next time oh, you're playing a gig... 
Talking sports me saying anything, no problem. Oh, God, yeah, I think so. That'll be booked in. Oh, no, we need time off. <laughs> oh, whoops. No, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, well, listen, you know what the crack is, obviously, with the uh, with the yeah. game here this evening. You have three things about yourself. Two are true. One is a lie. Our job and the listener's job to try and figure out if they can spot which one it is. So I suppose if you're good to go, you might as well give us the first one you have for us. Okay, the first one is whenever I was 17, sorry, 16 years of age, I uh, climbed out of my bedroom window, which is two two stories high, uh, by tying my jumper and my clothes together just to go and meet a girl at two o'clock in the morning because I wasn't allowed out. Oh, first one, amazing! Oh, I love off, that. off with the starting with a, a big one, a good yeah. one. Yeah, I like that one, Jordan. Right, next one. Second one, and uh, St Patrick's Day, I once ran through Derry naked. <laughs> I think full, that's illegal Full naked Full like Well more or less Yeah Yeah more or less No Okay <laughs> nothing, nothing Nothing would shock me On Paddy's Day usually But that would Well that is true yeah. Too many Guinness I think um, And the third one Is I once Took my father's Smart car When I didn't have a license Drove it to McDonald's To get a McFlurry and thought I was fine the next day because I didn't get caught. But the McDonald's manager knew my father, told him, and I got in big, big trouble. Oh, no. dear God. What did you say? His, his smart car? A smart car, yeah. Do you ever remember all these smart cars? Yeah, the, we have The them. tiny little ones. Yeah, the yeah. tiny little ones. You could park it anywhere. <laughs> you literally pick it up and just walk around town with it under your hand. You're like, this is great. Yeah. Smart car, right. Okay, they're great ones. These are great stories. And I'm delighted that one of the obviously one of the illegal ones will be true. You know, oh yeah, they're it. all illegal. <laughs> yes, they're all. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, Jordan. I love this. Okay, so the first story you uh, climbed out when you were 16 to meet a girl at two in the morning by like creating like a jumper ladder, clothes ladder out the window. Second one, yeah. Um, on Paddy's day, you ran through Derry yeah. completely naked, shocking and scaring all the locals. Can't mm. believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, and then the third and final story: at McDonald's, taking robbing your out smart car, driving through a McDonald's when you had not got a license, illegally driving no. to get a milkshake. Yeah, I understand so the lure of getting a milkshake, though, so I can appreciate <laughs> where you were. Did they have the milkshake, by the way? Uh, it wasn't a milkshake; it was a McFlurry. Oh, sorry, McFlurry, but they had it because sometimes you go and they're like, "Sorry, yeah, machines turned off." Oh god! Yeah, they had it. They had it. Well, at least that's something. Worth it. <laughs> like you got four years in prison, but sure, look, you got the McFlurry anyway, so it, <laughs> it was it was all worth it, right? Um, okay, hang on there now, a second, Jordan, and we'll see. I don't know where I'm going with this one. I don't either. Now I'm loving the first story. As a 17 year old girl, I would have thought you're the best boyfriend ever, because <laughs> that's what you want yeah, your boyfriend to risk his own life just to come out I the window to I you. Was action man, I thought I was. I thought I was great. <laughs> yeah, no, you would. And I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that could be true. Uh, the second one, mm. I think probably may have happened to a friend of yours or maybe you stripped down to your boxers, but I don't believe that you were completely naked. No, I wasn't I wasn't completely naked. I was. I had my boxers on, but I thought it was more interesting if I had I said I was completely naked. Okay. Don't, don't be giving away don't any giving more away details, any. Jordan. Yeah, don't be giving us any details away now. We're just. I, I might be playing with these, you know. You could, you could God, be. Damn it, Jordan. Uh, such an emotional roller coaster here is, at the moment. Yeah. The master manipulator, we're being pulled left and right and don't know what's going on here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, yeah, the McDonald's smart car one. 
yeah, lads always do stupid things with their parents' cars when they're like 17. Don't they, they do, yeah. Or maybe you were even 18, 19 and you just hadn't got a licence. And when you need a McFlurry, yeah. you need a McFlurry. You so need a McFlurry, yeah. You'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, okay, listen, uh, 0876797104. Which story from Jordan tonight do you not believe when you're hearing them? Um, which one you're kind of going nah don't believe it is it sneaking out at 2am out of the, the bedroom to go meet a girl is it running through Derry partially naked on St. Patrick's Day is it uh, stealing the car to go down and get a McFlurry I mean we've all been there on that one I'm yeah, kind of into that one kind of going who, who knows uh, 1, 2 or 3 to 87 and um, let us know what you think Jordan is lying to us about this evening now Jordan I know you've, you're, you're kind of in a little bit of a rush this evening are you okay to hang on like 2 or 3 minutes yeah so I'm okay, yeah, 100%. Tell you what, we're going to get through some of the text here. We're going to play a quick song and then we'll be back with Jordan and read out some of the guesses in just a second. So the first, second or third story, which one do you think is absolute BS? FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Can't read my, can't read my, no, we can't read my. Irish, uh, we got singer songwriter. Sorry, Jordan O'Keefe on. Um, he's just released his brand new single, Honest, which is the Irish select Irish track of the week here on F One Four. Just cracked half a million streams online. You might have seen him on uh, Britain's Got Talent before. He did a cover of One Direction's Little Things that's gotten about fifteen million views now. And uh, he's joined us on the line to play Poker Face. Very easy. He has three stories about himself that he has told us. One of those is not true. So, Jordan, if you don't mind, could you give us a quick recap of those three stories again? Yeah, no problem. So. When I was 17, climbed out of the bedroom window, two-story bedroom window, to meet a girl at 2am in the morning by tying clothes together uh, from the radiator down. Um, the second one was I had ran through Derry partially naked on St. Patrick's Day after too many Guinness. third one was I took my father's car, stole my father's car, and took it to McDonald's to get a McFlurry and ended up getting caught. <sighs> Great stories. All of them are brilliant. All of them are illegal. I think before you say anything, I'm going to stick yeah. with number two being the lie. Yeah, all the stories are great and make me really regret the lack of messing I did as a teenager, you know. <laughs> I'm like, going to have to make up for it now. I'll go home now and climb out the window at two in the morning Do, now, break yeah. my two ankles and go, listen, I was just in the you middle like, of the crisis. I just wanted to get the girl. Oh, no, wait, I'm engaged. Oh, damn it, yeah, this is so pathetic. Get my back God, in the room, yeah. I'm such a loser. <laughs> right. Uh, Liam has said, I think it's the first one. I don't believe that close can do that without actually tearing. Uh, Daryl said number two. Three is the spoof. Nobody ever bought a smart car, especially in Derry. (laughs) (laughs) Tell my dad that he loved that smart car. That was his best friend. Oh, Oh, God. So there's a lot of text there. They're kind of spread out, to be honest with you, right? Yeah, this is weird because usually everyone goes for the same same one, don't they? They usually pick one and stick with it. But uh, we're getting equally... One, two and three is in here, so. Yeah. Uh, Angela, thanks for the text message in. Angela said, I think number three is untrue. The first and second are more believable because my son <laughs> did number one when he was 16 as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely believable, right? So, uh, listen, obviously two of these stories are true and what we'll do is just uh, by process of elimination. Will you tell us one of the stories that is 100% true? I did climb out of my bedroom one day. Yes, you did. Two AM in the morning. <laughs> that one. Amazing. That one's true. Was, that. was she worth it? 
Um, I can't say that now because I'm engaged myself. So <laughs> I'll just say it was a, a good experience. That was a. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa! You're not engaged <laughs> to the same girl you climbed out the window for. Yeah, I know, but oh, know, it, was more, it was more the thrill, the thrill of climbing out the window. No, what you're meant to say, Jordan, is that I was young. Yeah, I was. Exactly. Yeah, we were you young and right. silly. And I'm nervous. Stupid. stupid. Yeah. I hope to God she's not listening to this this evening because she's going to turn <laughs> around. You didn't climb out a window exactly for me, right. Jordan. Yeah, that's exactly what I'd say. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That'd be awkward. Okay, so one did happen. So the, the 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 BS story is either the naked running on Paddy's day or the McDonald's in the smart car. So uh, listen, I know you've a gig this evening, so we won't keep you very much longer. Tell us, a lot of people are saying, again, the closed one is a lie. No, it's true. A lot of people thought number one was a lie. Number one is true. So uh, which is the fake story? Is it the second one about uh, Naked on St. Paddy's Day? Is it the third one about the McDonald's smart car? The lie this evening, Jordan, is? The lie this evening is nobody would ever want to see me naked. So I did not streak through Jerry and St. No. Did you get that right? I think I did. I picked number two. two. Oh, I'm still that's, shocked, though. Yeah, that, that, that is the lie. That's the lie. Brilliant. So you just totally yeah. made that up? Just, I totally made it up. I just, I thought, well, the other two are a bit mad, so I thought, what else could be equally as kind of, yeah, so I just made it up. More <laughs> importantly, though, your dad has a smart car. Exactly. That is the worst <laughs> thing that we've taken away from the season. <laughs> listen, Jordan, dad. I know you were the Select Irish Track of the Week, but just off that, I think we have yeah. to cancel that. I think we have to just delete that and go, listen, blame your owl lad with a smart car. He's after ruining your career here. Uh, no. How how uh, how old were you when you took that? Uh, I think it was it was the same summer that I, that I climbed out the window. It was kind of one of them summers where I was... You were a 17-year-old boy. Yeah, 17-year-old boy. And I think, you know, I was doing my driving lessons and I was just in the house board and I texted a friend, so I went and lifted him. Went to McDonald's, never thought much of it. Next morning, my dad came in and gave me a bollocking because I got caught. <laughs> so, but the McFlurry was good, so that was, you know, that was the main thing. Yeah. Uh, just sitting there, McFlurry wrappers, uh, the, the, the little container yeah. side of the bed, and you're there going, ah, oh, grand, going to do that again, no problem. And then your outlet comes in leather and you're going... Uh, what were you doing last night? The shoe was off and he was <laughs> Well, listen, uh, I, not very many people got that. You have, you're a good liar, sir. You're a very, very <laughs> good liar. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, but you fooled a, a lot of people here this evening. Uh, you're that's gigging good. tonight. Your brand new yeah. single, Honest. We're going to play it now in a second for you anyway, but the best place to support you and get you online? Uh Probably Instagram. I'm kind of on there quite quite a bit. And Twitter, I'm on there. Kind of everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm on YouTube. I'm trying to kind of do covers every week too to try and show off what I can do. So, yeah, if you just go on and then search Jordan O'Keefe, you'll, you'll find me. And, yeah, I hope you can follow and subscribe and do, do all that. Well, listen, uh, definitely do. Because, as we know, the entertainment late-night music industry has been fairly smashed over the last number of months. But, listen, uh, go follow Jordan, Jordan, Keith, uh, Jordan O'Keefe Official on all the usual social media platforms and uh, support the gent that he is. Uh, he, I promise you, he stopped climbing out windows and stealing cars late <laughs> at night. He's completely reformed now, so that's fine. Uh, but listen, we'll give your Select Irish Track of the Week a play now. But Jordan, thanks Thank a million so for popping much. on. And we'll, if you're ever down here, give us a shout and we'd love to have you back on. 100%. Thank you so much, guys. Take FM 104's Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
Jordan O'Keefe, Honest, uh, a select Irish track of the week. Go follow him online and uh, support our Irish music friends here. So Jordan O'Keefe, official on any of the usual music platforms that you were doing. He was on playing Poker Face. Three interesting stories. He um, did climb out the window when yes. he was 17 by making, what would you say, a rope out of jumpers and clothes? Yeah, like kind of like, um, what was his name? Rapun- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. No, in the Jungle Book. What was his name? What's the guy in the Jungle Book? Who, who made oh, a jumper rope. He was jumping off things, hanging off trees and stuff, but he used to do the little, build little ropes and stuff for himself. I can't remember his name. Someone <laughs> tell me who the guy in the Jungle Book is. Right. In the cartoon version, the original. Oh, Kinda yeah, the like good him. one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, that's what a 17-year-old boy does. Yeah, and then um, the other story that he did do, by the way, was uh, stole his outlet smart car, drove down to McDonald's and got himself a McFlurry when he was 17. He had no licence. He was doing his driving lessons, though, so at least that was... That was something. Something still highly illegal though. Never ever drive without a license. No, you need a full <clears throat> license driver like myself or Cormac sitting beside you, intimidating you the whole way to McDonald's while you're learning to drive. It's so funny. Did, did, who did you? Who taught you how to drive? I know my, you're still learning, but who taught you? <laughs> my dad actually taught me at the start. Then I got twelve lessons. Then I failed. Then I got another six lessons. Right. Then I failed. Yeah. And I got more lessons. And yeah. my mom was like, "This isn't for you, is it?" Then I passed. You just get taxis now. But it was funny because I was talking to my mum and she was saying my cousin Mm. and my auntie, so her mother, don't get on very well in the car. Oh, of course, yeah. I said that they both are terrible to each other. And then I was looking at my mum going, you're the same with my sister. I don't know what it is. So my my sister, uh, my mum was teaching my sister how to drive and they just almost, almost like ended everything there we're like not talking for weeks you see my mom tried to teach my brother how to drive and there's something about moms trying to teach you how to drive they're way more careful and angry if you don't do what they tell you whereas my dad was very relaxed <laughs> yeah. and probably you know, started hitting your arm in the middle of it would you go over here what are you doing you're like, yeah whereas he was like oh you're doing grand and I was flooring it down a hill like you're you know the, what I mean the, the wrong way on the M50 yeah, yeah. you know, you pull off here now Should in a minute grand. don't worry about don't it don't worry about it so yeah she, he was much more relaxed which made me relaxed. 
So you don't have your mom teach you how to drive. Moral of the story. Uh, yeah, listen. Mowgli. Mowgli. Is that the dude? Mowgli, yeah. Thank ah. you to Rob and to, I think that's from Sean. I was wondering what people were sending in that for. Sean, Rob and Gail. Gail. Nail on the head, Gail. Thanks for that. Thank you. Uh, Sean, it actually makes a little bit of sense as to why you're now living in Spain. Sean has said, I climbed to the very top of the Royal Hotel in Bray. I opened the bowling alley in Bray at 2am for the people of Bray in the nightclubs and stole the papers and milk from a store also in Bray, which I will not name. But I don't understand why you did that. I, I feel as if you were trying to liberate the people from the nightclub and give them a free game of bowling. You're kind of like a Robin Hood or... Who is the character Mel Gibson played in Braveheart? Oh, God. I don't know. Who was the character Mel played in Braveheart? Based on a true character, I, I think, know. but none of the events actually took place. And there's a load of uh, bloopers in Braveheart, the movie. Did you ever see them? I've seen them, yeah. The runners. Yeah. I think there's some lad wearing a watch or something. It's really, really good, actually. <laughs> I think it was like one of the worst <clears> were. <throat> Continuity. Yeah, someone just took that day off. And they're like, is everyone all right? Yeah, yeah who's going to notice the Nike Air Max? They had them back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to, you know, liberate themselves. Um, cool. Listen, that's pretty intense. That is pretty intense, yeah. I just don't understand why you did it. Yeah. Was it just for the crack? Because you could? Or you got away with it? Now you're in Spain for a reason, I assume. <laughs> yeah, the Bray Bowling Cartel is after him and he had to run away to Spain. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're coming wrecked our, wrecked our lanes. William Wallace. William Thanks, Rob. Wallace. Thank you indeed, yes. Rob. <clears throat> Can't get a very stuffy throat. Oh my god! You alright? Right? <clears throat> Jesus, don't be coughing. <coughs> Hang on a second. Now. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I took my temperature on the way in. Now, job done. Yeah, we Absolutely take our temperature fine. and wear our masks, and we're very clean in here. COVID compliant. Yes, um, we are. Okay, listen. On the way, still to come on the show. Great news if you hate flat packed furniture and hate putting it together because robots can now do it in under nine minutes. That's coming up on Control Alt Delete shortly as well. Also, a guy who just puts any and every type of food that he can find uh, and deep fat fries it. So he's got a YouTube channel where he does it. He's from Scotland, naturally enough, because this is like a Scottish pastime. It's just deep fat frying everything. He's deep fat fried everything from a Big Mac to cat food. He'll be on a little bit later on to talk about how the cat food tasted and some of the other disgusting things that he have, he has done. But listen, to talk a little bit about uh, level 2.5 lockdown, to talk about the wet pub situation for your local, to talk about maybe what's the deal if you're planning on playing a bit of ball this weekend or have people who are playing sports. F104's damn pitcher. We're going to have a quick chat with him to try and figure out the carnage and chaos that went on today and what does it mean for your local? What does it mean for you living in Dublin as well? Because it's slightly different with the new uh, measures that have come into play today. That's uh, on the way next here on F104. FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Is that any better? Sir, Sir, oh, hey, Sir, are we friends? No, we're not. Colleagues, I've always maintained that. No, we're friends. <laughs> I have you in my phone as Cormie. <laughs> That's a true story, by the uh, way. It gives me the rage. So when you Absolute ring, it rage. comes up Cormie. No. It does, so what I should be in your phone as Search. No. Because we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me now. I've had enough. Let me off. Uh, Sean, who is living in Spain for reasons which will become apparent right now, texted in a few moments ago saying, um, I climbed to the very top of the Royal Hotel in Bray, opened the bowling alley in Bray for the people of Bray in the nightclubs. Uh, and it's just that phrase, for the people of Bray. For the people of Bray. Everyone wanted this in their lives. I just obviously. have a vision. I don't know if you've ever seen Michael Collins, the movie, you know, when he, he set the sod of turf on fire. Yeah. And getting, like, was that you on top, except with a bowling ball and a pint? <laughs> it's for the people of Bray. 
uh, stole the papers and milk from Alston Bray, which we won't name it. And uh, Susie wanted to know why you did that, good sir. And uh, for the crack. For the crack. I love that, yeah. Um, now the only thing I would say is mixing fun with bowling balls can be quite dangerous, I would have thought. And could you even turn the machines on? And how many games of free bowling did you get before you were raided by the police? And was like, did the guards ever come down and cause yeah. havoc? I imagine they did. Like, they would have, yeah. Like, the stupidest thing we ever did was a friend of mine's dad was the caretaker for a PLC school. You know, there's a PLC. Oh, yeah. So they had loads and loads of classrooms and a big canteen. He was the caretaker. Mm. So what he used to do was rob the keys. And then on a Friday night, we'd go up to the school and go in and have a game of poker. Oh, that's genius. In the canteen. Yeah. Um, and the canteen, we'd obviously buy this. We wouldn't rob the food, but we'd go in there. And we'd, did they know? No, got away with that for years. I was great crack. God. Yeah. Now, we used to break into my brother's shop. I can say this because it's my brother. <laughs> brother. And, yeah, so my brother owned a milkshake shop and I worked for him, obviously. But I got a key to the shop. You know, sometimes if you were closing up, he'd give you a key. So we'd go out on a night out. It was bang in the middle of town. It was on Liffey Street. We'd go back there, no, make a wouldn't. milkshake and have everyone up having no, you a responsible drink. Yeah. What, like, would you rob his ice cream? Oh, yeah. The all the chocolate, man. all the sweets. Wondering why it went under. He Where's all my weird. ice cream gone? <laughs> I don't know. So she's coming out of cover in your face. I've no idea. I've no idea what's going on. Great fun. Oh, God. Um, well, listen, if, if any other stupid things, illegal things you have done when you were a child that you're resentful, well, not resentful, remorseful for now, you can let us know and maybe we'll get Saoirse, uh, Sister Sersha out to give you a, a blessing and do some confessions maybe mm. and you can do uh, some... What's, what's I'll the give word you a pat on the back and say, well done you. Yeah, big Egypt, yeah, right. Uh, anyway, what is the story you might have seen earlier on? Uh, today has been a bit of a confusing day for a lot of people. Uh, Dublin publicans, I know you're losing your mind. If you're a barman or bar woman, you'll be losing your mind if you work in a wet pub because now it's been pushed back a week. You're not opening on Monday and there's just, there's different levels now, right? Um, Dan, how many levels is there? Oh, Cormac, go away. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny, right? I, I was listening in the car earlier on, right, to the to the news on FM 104. And you know when the newsreaders sound unclear and confused because it's changing every second. I was just like, yeah. when the newsreaders have given up, oh, you're yeah, just like, this is just I was watching ridiculous. on the TV as it was happening and I didn't know what the bloody hell he was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, you know what? Like, that, today has been the most confusing day of all of this. I mean, like, we've had some pretty confusing days before. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in trying to describe what a wet pub is or um, moist pub. Um, <laughs> Stop it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, today today was just an extraordinary day. Whether it was trying to explain what in the name of Jesus the levels were and how how we could be between levels two and three, and you know, two and three quarters and platform nine and. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Just, Dan, can I ask? Right, um, there's levels one to five, correct? Now, yeah, in the last yeah. in the last roadmap to get us out of this hellhole, we were aiming to get towards phase four, or phase five, right? So, yeah. in this new level games and levels and stuff that we have, are we aiming for level five or are we aiming for level one? Well, we're aiming for level one or kind of below that, if, if if at all possible. I mean, like, realistically, I don't think we'll get to there. But basically, the the levels one to five, if you're at a level five, you're like in the Simpsons movie where they put the dome over. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, OK. Um, now it's so making you, sense. You don't, you don't want to be at level five. You want to be nowhere near level five. Um, 
so you know that, that all of these like each county will be given a level kind of going forward based on the severity of the number of cases and all of that because like obviously in the last uh, in the last month or so the, the number of cases in Dublin has been skyrocketing and you know public health officials were wondering well what could they do without putting Dublin into a lockdown because that would that would create major it, it, it would be a catastrophe I suppose then for the rest of the country considering how many people commute to Dublin yeah, for school yeah. college work all of that kind of stuff so they were they, they've been desperate to um, avoid a lockdown um, but they've, <laughs> they've come up with this five uh, tiered um, thing that like that that everybody has to follow so I mean you know as, as you mentioned there at the start um, you know the, the wet pubs um, aren't allowed to open I think in Dublin um, they will be sort of uh, around the rest of the country, yeah. but because there because because there have been so many or so many cases in Dublin, they're going to have to push that out. Um, we knew as of Sunday uh, the restrictions on nursing home visiting numbers um, were already in place. That was in place on Sunday. Um, a doubling of the number of guests permitted at a wedding uh, from five uh, from fi- from fifty to a hundred. Um, fans will be allowed back in an outdoor sports venue but at a very limited capacity. Now, because because we're in the state that we're in now in Dublin, that's not going to really apply here for, for the time being. Um, but in, in say, for example, uh, you know, if, if you look at Shamrock Rovers and Tallis Stadium, where yeah. they have a capacity of around about 8,000, um, so they, they, they break the barrier of uh, 5,000 as one of the larger sort of capacity grounds uh, around the country. Uh, they're going to be allowed to have 200 um, in, in, in the stadium, but not right now because we're trying to go back a level. Because we're in level 2.5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just on the thing with the sports, I heard that, right? 200 people allowed in the stadium and you're kind of thinking like that might be something, but I'd imagine it's uh, it wouldn't even make financial sense for Shamrock Rovers to open up a stadium to 200 people because I imagine there's a lot of either staffing and everything else that you'd have mm. to take into consideration. I know you're open, I mean, probably opening one part of the stand, but I imagine it's, is it even worth it? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I think the, the sort of the, the League of Ireland clubs especially have done really well with, uh, with merchandise. Um, right. Like I know, like Shamrock Rovers have a massive game against AC Milan on Thursday. Um, and what they've been doing is with their online shops, they have been selling merchandise as if, they were going to be getting fans in. So they're selling packs of, like, you can get a, a half-and-half scarf, which Hammock Rovers, they've well, the land. That's you something, get yeah, because I imagine, yeah. obviously, they would have had a sold-out um, sold out stadium for that if that went ahead next week. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, I mean, you you, you would have at least, you, like, you would have been having a discussion about whether or not to have that in the Aviva Stadium. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how big this game is, and, and it would have sold. Um, so you know that's that's what you're kind of looking at. But like you know a- earlier on, um, and there, there you can, actually the, the the interview from Stephen Bradley is up on F One Four's Twitter now. Um, he was interviewed out at Tallis Stadium this afternoon, and he was asked about the impact that having no fans has had, and you know how Shamrock Rovers would facilitate having 200. And he said, to be honest with you, you know before before the restrictions were even put on, the last time they were on 200, the 200 allowance they actually didn't take it up because they didn't know of a fair way um, they didn't know of a fair way to 
Yeah, um, allocate tickets. Then, You'd be like, hang on, how come only a fraction, one uh, percent of yeah, the fan base can kind of kind of get in? Which is uh, exactly because you have you have members, you have season ticket holders, and then yeah. you just the general public. Surely, um, it's just the season ticket holders are allowed in. Everyone else can kind of go see a bite. Yeah, but there's there's so there's so many like between between memberships and season tickets. Um, there's there's just so many that like even if they did a lottery, it'd be unfair because you know, I know some yeah, but might be able. Some some people it just might happen that they might be picked out for three matches. Uh, you know that's that's ahead of somebody who just doesn't get in at all um, for for the rest of the season. So um, it is it is a pretty confusing one. Um, yeah, it does raise issues in terms of um, you know the extra staffing that uh, the clubs will have to put on um, at a time when they're already hit um, financially um, in the pocket because of the, because of COVID-19 and because of the restrictions we've had. Um, um, sorry so, for cutting across you there, Dan, right? There was a, yeah. there was obviously news that Stephen Donnelly was tested for a COVID earlier on today. Sky News, the morons that they are, the absolute <sighs> psycho morons that they are, right? Sky News uh, released an article earlier on that he had in fact tested positive for COVID-19, Stephen Donnelly. They said, they literally said he tested positive. The Brits are at it again with their absolute... <laughs> BS, right? Has he tested positive? No, he's actually tested negative. He's so basically tested the, negative. Situa- the situation <sighs> is, I mean, like this this just added to the day. Um Steve, Stephen Donnelly arrived to government buildings for um for their, their, their cabinet meeting earlier before they were to announce what these uh what these new restrictions mm, were. Yeah. Um he then later reported after doing a press conference that he was feeling unwell um and uh left government buildings, but then Following that, it was announced that every single member of the cabinet would be going into uh, self-isolation. And you're kind of looking at the whole situation going, oh, Any excuse for a day off, they're, they're terrible, <laughs> So wait, they? now are they back to work tomorrow? Because he tested negative. They, they, they are, yeah. So like, they're, 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 they're essentially back to work as of tonight. Um, because the, the test came back negative within, I think, an hour or two. Right. Within three hours. And... Uh, I think an awful lot of people are actually unhappy at, at that situation, given that even healthcare workers face waits of up to forty-eight hours, even more, um, if, if if they're tested. Ah, um, so, yeah, well, so they case, they don't like... know until like and and they're they're a health workers. You know, you want to you you want to at least know that they're safe. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about Stephen Donnelly. I'm just saying. I think. I think you, Dan, you said you don't care for him <laughs> and that you hope he gets really sick. <laughs> uh, that's what I heard. He did not say no, that. No. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not the case. That's not the case. I'm, I'm, I'm quite thankful that the, that 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 he's negative, and that because of that, the rest of the cabinet are negative as well. I'm just saying it, it just added to the, the absolute day um, that it was, and I suppose maybe he might check out his risk against trampolines now that he's had that scare. But sure, look at. Um, <laughs> But, uh, Trampoline yeah, test, so, yeah, an important one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe go out in the road with a car and crash into. Oh, well, that was actually not that silly thing to say. Anyway, moving That's, on. Yeah. Um, now I wanted to know as well. I know people don't want to talk about the C word, Christmas, but this is a six-month plan. So, what is the case for Christmas? Then did they say? Yeah. Anything? So, so basically, um, like they, they were saying, no exceptions for Christmas. So, like, I mean, all of these things about how many people you're allowed to have over in your house. Um, in Dublin, that's uh, that's gone to six, uh, but we, you you can have a limit of six, but from I suppose one extra household outside of your own. I wonder you who's going to get where... the cut in my house. Oh, that'd be tough, yeah. 
So there's seven, there'll be seven of us now. I mean, this is good news yeah. for a lot of people. If you, well, I was wound up arguing with a lot of family at Christmas. This is a perfect time to not see brilliant. them. So yeah. this is going to be brilliant. If you hate your family and your extended family <laughs> and your relatives and your in-laws, now you have a perfect out to kind of say, I'm not, I can't, sorry about this now. Oh, I'd love to, but oh, six month plan. Um, but if you are one of the rare few people in this country who likes your family and likes your extended family, this will be a tough decision. Very tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the, uh, and these things like, okay, while it is a six month plan, and they are saying no exceptions for Christmas. The, 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 the restrictions that they brought in today are going to last three weeks. Now, we know from the original lockdown that when they say three weeks, they'll go, oh, okay, it's the end of the three weeks. And just by the way, here's the catch. We're going for another three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that, that we're starting this again. And um, I know, so right, we, we, we want to go to, let. this is golf rules we're in right now, right? Lower score is better. We don't want to go yeah, low, to... lower score is always better. Yeah. Two, three and four, five right now. But like... We, we, want, we want to be level par. Yeah, we we're looking for level par. level par. No bogeys for the next couple of days no or bogeys. weeks. Absolutely no bogeys. But like level, level three, what does level three entail? And in relation to two specific things, does level three ensure, like, are the gyms closed at level three or what's going on? Um, no, I mean, as far as I'm aware, the gyms, uh, like even even in our current level, um, th- th- this is the this is the like, uh, I don't like they're, they're still allowed open um, at this stage. So um, bars, I, I'm just kind of looking sports fixtures. Um, like it, it it doesn't say anything specific about gyms. I, I know I I did read somewhere earlier on that uh, that gyms would remain open because no nobody has I nobody has really gone uh, uh, sort of to level three or above. Um, so we're not even we're not even really looking at that situation yet. But as we sort of we get to beyond level three to four to five, like there's an awful lot of no's. So no. Uh, so on level three, no social or family gatherings. Twenty five people can attend a wedding. Um, no uh, gatherings indoors. Um, so no matches or events. Uh, so then looking at level four. No visitors permitted uh, to people's homes. No indoor gatherings. Uh, six people can attend. Six people can attend a wedding. That's shocking. Um, you wouldn't even get. That's, hang that's on, you need what the bride and groom, Jesus. the bride and groom, the the priest or celebrant, and then you need yeah. a, at least one witness. So that's four. So you can invite a, a two best people. Man and, a, and a bridesmaid. Best man and a bridesmaid. That's it. Photographer. Yeah. Can't even get yeah. a photo now. No. You have to cut the you have to cut the bride and get the photographer in. Go. Sorry about that. <laughs> now it isn't going to work out. Well, listen. Um, Right, so thanks for clarifying the fact that we all went ahead back to level zero, level one. The confusion yeah. this evening, which hopefully will be clarified now in the next couple of days because everyone's kind of, especially for Dublin, right now we're kind of like, okay, so we're in this weird we're limbo, hovering, aren't purgatory we? in between it. Yeah. Um, let's all just, you know, wash hands and not breathe on people and don't lick anyone's faces for the next few days and hopefully we'll be out sooner rather than later. I take it there is um, stuff up on the website if people want to check out more info. There is indeed, yeah. There's, there's, there's all of today's drama on the news section of FM104.ie. Oh, good. Well, listen, uh, Dan Pitcher, thanks, uh, thanks a million for that. I, I suspect we might be chatting to you again over the next week or so because we're all still very confused about what's going on. But thank you for that. FM104.ie news section for more. Dan has got all the information up there. But listen, sir, thank you very much. We'll chat you again soon. No worries at all, guys. Cheers. Take bye. it easy. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, listen, we'll be chatting to the guy who deep fat fries tons of stuff uh, very, very shortly on the show and also doing Control-Alt-Delete. Robots that can make and, and assemble flat-packed IKEA furniture. The dream come true. Here's Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande. Rain on me. It's F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 
Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and just uh, hypothetically like if someone was going to go to McDonald's this evening I would like a chocolate milkshake and failing if they uh, had no chocolate milkshakes just a McFlurry an Oreo McFlurry that's all just a McFlurry yeah I don't mind Oreo McFlurry yeah no I don't mind sharing one either you know I'm just I'm easy like that you know I don't ask oh, for sure, much in sure life we know that Stop I it. Know, I Listen, a strange show this evening has unfolded because we're getting a lot of text messages in from people who have engaged in illegal activities. Some of those people are now living abroad for obvious reasons, right? Um, Sean got in touch and said he used to open up the bowling alley 2am after the nightclub for a bit of crack. They go in and have, uh, you know, free bowling games after a few responsible drinks. Uh, Peter, though, this is great. Right? I love this, Peter. Back in Poland, a friend of mine was a maintenance manager in a 43-storey tall building. So he had access absolutely everywhere. Every time after leaving a nightclub, we would go to the roof of that building to continue responsibly drinking. Because normal people didn't have access to that rooftop. There was no barriers whatsoever. Only about five-inch curb, which we used to walk on. Oh, my God. Still have no idea how none of us fell off. We did that for over a year until we changed his job. I did something really dangerous when I was about 14 uh, when I first had fun with my friends. Right. Um, I'm not going to say it though because it was really dangerous and I don't know how I'm still alive. Yeah, maybe don't say it. No, I won't say it. But that's pretty irresponsible going up slightly intoxicated onto Mm. a 43 storey height rooftop bar. I I often think that a lot of us just kind of winged it. Like we all should be dead. We definitely all should be dead. Do you know what I mean? Like we should have, we've done stuff that you shouldn't survive. I went uh, cliff diving before and was uh, not very good with heights, to be honest with you. Get to a certain height and I'm nah, not very good at all, right? And we, we went cliff diving before and I just kind of was panicking and freaking for ages and finally did it but didn't push, push myself off the wall far enough. Mm. So looking back on the video, like almost cracked the back of my head and back off all these jagged rocks that were coming out. No. And when I landed in the water, I didn't land in straight because I was like, Ooh! you know, the shaky arms like swimming in midair. Yeah. And then... Uh, smashed my chest right across the water so I'd bruising all across my chest for like the rest of the week and it was like hard to breathe it was yeah. like internal breathing was like, oh my god oh my god very right. dangerous so uh, yeah if you've any other stupid things you've done like that like imagine imagine, I'd imagine if that guy got caught yeah you're what are you doing imagine getting caught like as a grown man bringing your mates up afterwards to the top of the building to the rooftop where there's no barriers whatsoever and be like, what are you doing I'm just having a bit of fun a bit of crack Oh dear. It's usually more men that do those stupid things where they just put themselves in dangerous situations. Like you yeah. jumping into the sea, not bouncing off the rock hard enough and yeah. hitting and I, off another one. It's it's. I think that, and again, I'd love for some to do a bit of research on this, but what I do after the show is uh, I'll go home and I'll just watch fail videos to just unwind. Yeah, that's really weird for you to, to do that. Just, they're very, very funny seeing people like fall and stuff, but the majority of really dangerous stuff is always done by lads. Always. And I think obviously men might be slightly more risk-taking than women and women are the ones who obviously have to worry then 24-7. 24-7, yeah. yeah. That's why women often say girls can be difficult but boys will break your heart and they'll break your heart if you have a son. They'll break your back window as well. Be- yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? By pretending they're Superman or whatever they go around trying to do when they're four. Yeah. Just curious, did you get your free coffee after the show last night? Did I completely you? forgot. So did I. I didn't drive. Oh, I did drive through town, actually. Donato, are you still working this evening? <clears throat> I still have to go to the other place that I told you you're not invited to, and I am. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, although job done, I've successfully made Saoirse an influencer to the point where she is uh, now getting invited to places. Yes. Like, hey, come on down, babes. It'll be amazing. Well, no, it wasn't really said like that. I don't know if it's said in a creepy way, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, it could be a bit of that. We're having an opening. Come down. Um, no, they're not the having an opening. They just said, come, the down, come down and... Me, me zip is the thing that's opening yeah. tonight. Come down and say, <clears> my, <throat> say my name and I'll sort you out. Can that was the context of... Can I smell your hair? Hello, <laughs> sorry, well. Yeah, maybe just be careful with those invites that you're yeah, getting. Well, go during the day. It'd be grand. Well, make sure they're, they're actually legitimate. Um, still to come on the show, Control-Alt-Delete. So if... You can kind of have a stroke trying to put together flat packed furniture because it can be blah, it can be the most horrific thing in the world, right? That is going to be done by robots now and we'll delve more into that on Control-Alt-Delete and also before the end of the show after 11 you'll be hearing from a guy who deep fat fries absolutely everything from Big Macs speaking of McDonald's to uh, cat food. That's all on the way. Here's Dua Lipa though hallucinated. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 